Thank you very much. And the desk went wrong as well. So if you listened yesterday, you'll have heard a very uh, odd Dalek. It was like Dalek voices, but from 16 minutes in. Um, but we, someone did. I don't think someone did tape it. Colin, he's not here today. He was here yesterday, uh, sitting on his own. He recorded so many <laughs> It's good to have insane fans because they, they tape things even though they're going to be online in 30 minutes. <laughs> so anyway, welcome to Richard Harry's Edinburgh Fringe podcast, or as all the cool kids are calling it, Rehef. So many cool kids these days. <laughs> so many cool kids. Um, yeah, was, what's that band that got all their fans to video their, their, their show and then they put that as a DVD? Cliff, you know. You, uh, Beastie Boys. Beastie Boys, was it? I thought we should do that from now on with these. That <laughs> if everyone does an audio recording of the podcast from the audience, then we can put, slice it all together and you know get an audio view from different parts of the room. Funnier than... What's funny? <laughs> <laughs> People are sitting there going, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> and seriously, it would be stupid, it's audio. <laughs> Um, they got their fans to video the whole thing. Uh, so uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of feeling quite fresh today. I've been I've been a bit c- crazy. The problem with Edinburgh is it does drive you nuts. I've been paranoid and worried about my other show, Talking Cock at the Underbelly, 8:15. Uh, <laughs> to come along and uh, audiences and ticket sales and getting re- just really tired. And it's kind of it's amazing. I think that in Edinburgh there aren't more kind of murders and <laughs> from com- like comedians because you're putting basically emotionally vulnerable people who are already self-obsessed and idiotic into a kind of bubbling cauldron of madness. Uh, I've kind of talked about it being like a, in a milkshake made of uh, self-indulgence with no milk in it, constantly being whisked around in a blender. That is what it's like being a comedian in Edinburgh. So I actually feel quite good today until I've come and just have this audience fucking stare at me for everything. <laughs> I thought, this would be amazing. People would love this. Uh, behind the, the, in the psychiatrist's chair, look at being a comedian. So I'm feeling quite good today, so hopefully... Uh, we'll, all, we'll all have a nice time. And we've been winning lots of medals in the Olympics, that's good. Yeah. We've shown yeah. fucking South Korea, haven't we? Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're brilliant at winning medals in sports which no one else can afford to do. That is, um, <laughs> where you need a lot of equipment, like a rowing boat. That's How many countries in the world could do it? We've shown, we've shown it's like our public school boys have done, and girls have done very well in the Olympics. If only the rest of us had those resources, think how many medals we could have. Like if, if we all had our own horse <laughs> and top hat and <laughs> dinner jacket, <laughs> not just a horse, it's a horse like dressed up and then they've got little <laughs> cufflinks on. Uh, I'm uh, so, um, and this is you've clipped me from uh, Countdown. We've got a celebrity in the audience here who uh, won. Well, I want to call it one gold run on Countdown, but that's the wrong thing. One, one, teapot. one thing. You want a teapot on Countdown. How's that? It's good when the audience are actually more famous than the people. <laughs> I might just interview uh, Cliff. Uh, how was it meeting, uh, I was going to say Richard Whiteley, it's not, was it with Thomas <laughs> Richard Whiteley? Is Richard Whiteley still there? You know, like, do they have him in a chair? They should have stuffed him in <laughs> As a tribute, fucking hell, that's not a sick way. <laughs> Side in a kind of rocking chair. He <laughs> <laughs> was the mayor of Wetwing, wasn't he? He was. Yeah. Uh, and also, I think you know about general knowledge, but that's just about words. I should give you an anagram. Cart horse. Pardon? Cartouche. Is that Maggie? Match? Margaret? You're back again. I recognise the necklace. Which young boy have you picked up today? This is Margaret. <laughs> <laughs> you know the um, 
the podcast went wrong, Margaret, just as you were seducing that little boy. That's why the, the recording equipment decided this is inappropriate. It's borderline paedophilia. It's kind of all right if it's an old woman trying to get off with a young bloke, and that's kind of no one minds that so much. That's it's a weird the double standards we have. If a 58-year-old woman, Margaret, was trying to... I'm not saying you're 50, I'm just giving a scenario. 58-year-old man. Are you surprised because I've gone, I've underestimated so far? Is that <laughs> She's like my match from uh, Dame Edgar Reverie. She's come again because she's hoping that... I love the way you dress up. You've got like a beautiful pearl necklace on there. Oh, no, that's just me today. <laughs> Harry, did you, go, did you meet up with Harry? Is that like, isn't, isn't they're young, they're not as young. But did you go out with Harry for a coffee after the show yesterday? We did actually meet up at another show. You met up another show? Ooh! <laughs> She's a cougar! It's <laughs> <laughs> alright, if it was a bloke and an 18 year old girl, we'd all be disgusted. But it's, we're just jealous, aren't we, fellas? We're just thinking, why didn't that happen to me when I was 18? Um, well, thank you for coming back, and um, well, congratulations on Kent. Now, who was it? Was it the bloke from The Apprentice? Uh, Jeff Sterling. Yeah. Oh, he's doing some one before, Jeff Sterling. They've got rubbish, aren't they, the hosts of... I'm, I've got to be in with a shot of that. Uh, they've, got, they've got so low rent. Nick from The Apprentice. I once saw Nick from The Apprentice coming out of like a TV production company, and I thought he was my accountant, and I went, oh, what are you doing here? Because <laughs> uh, he, he looks a bit like my accountant. He's just a middle-aged, grey-haired man. Uh, he just looked at me a bit kind of like he does, you know, like he does on the telly. Uh, then I realised, anyway, look, we've got... Uh, to, we've done ages we've got some fantastic guests today uh, and uh, as always uh, do tune in uh, do come and see everyone's shows later on you're going to get the opportunity to win tickets to uh, other people's shows but if you come along that's what you get also you get the chance to hear stuff that might not go out we've got Lee Fenwick and Boy in a Dress uh, today are the, the free tickets uh, you can also win uh, Collins and Herring uh, CD Remember them? <laughs> I had a dream the other generally I had a dream the other day that Andrew Collins had died. <laughs> <laughs> and I was coming, everyone was going, I don't feel a bit bad that you never quite made up with him. And I was going, yeah. <laughs> 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 I was genuine on for ages and he was dead. I was like, oh, that's a slight shame. Thanks uh, <laughs> for the best. Tony Law, Tony Law, future guest, Brendan Porrin, you can win the Headmaster Sun. Find out, look at that. You like that, don't you, Margaret? Look at that picture of the, <laughs> the picture of a young boy in there. That that's why I used to look like. <laughs> too old for you now. Uh, I can't be bothered to explain that. A copy of Talking Cock, the book. Remember the show Talking Cock, you can go and see that at the Risto Square. There are some tickets uh, available at 8.15. Uh, there's some other stuff as well. But anyway, let's introduce him. You will know him best as. The alien from one episode of Hotel Trouble. <laughs> you may have seen him in Dick and Dom's Funny Business. He's done mainly kids shows. Will you please welcome Marek Larwood? <laughs> How are you doing? Do you have any? I mean, everyone will want to know. Do you have any funny stories from when you were the alien in Hotel Trouble? No, but the funniest thing about it is me sort of worrying that this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my career. <laughs> I'm just wearing spandex again for the fifth time. <laughs> yeah, it's about as funny as it gets. <laughs> yeah, do that. But you were in the actually in the fantastically brilliant uh, kids show. Sorry, I have no head. Is that what sorry? I've got no head. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, I got no head. Head. <laughs> I'm 45 years old. It would be wrong if I if I knew the exact title. That would be more worrying. Yeah, it would be very worrying. Especially after some of the stuff you said backstage before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, I've got no head. I mean, it's an amazing show. So so amazing. 
that he's been cut. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It's sorry, all, it's sorry, sorry almost, I've got no program. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sort of like a less good horrible histories really. I don't think it was. I think it was. I think it was as good as Hollywood horrible histories and Hollywood histories. Hollywood histories was amazing. That's what I'm gonna. It was great. There was like a properly funny sketch show. Like I imagine, I never saw that. It was that Monty Python one, wasn't there? Don't adjust your sets. It's yeah. Like, it felt like that kind of anarchic thing. I'm worried that no one here. Has anyone actually watched? So I've got no head. Yeah. Yes. One person. <laughs> who's who's watched horrible histories? Yeah, yeah. So you idiots. <laughs> <laughs> it's your fault. <laughs> Anyways, then, then you, then you're also in We Are Clang you were in, uh, which was an yep. adult TV show. And well, it was an adult, yeah, it's a bit like a kids show as well. There's yeah. just varieties of kids shows I do, basically. <laughs> but it's a, uh, yes, an adult, an adult kids show, just with more bums and swearing. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> try some Those were the days, yeah, yeah. That's fine. And uh, what are you doing this year? Then? This year I'm doing a solo show. Mm. It's an incredible experience, let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing a show called Typecast. Basically, what I did at the start of the year, I don't know if any of you have done this, um, I made uh, the mistake of Googling myself. <laughs> and the top search on Google was Matt Larwood retarded. <laughs> <laughs> and there's sort of two things you can do when this happens. Yeah. Um, you can kill yourself, yeah. uh, or you can write an Edinburgh show about it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm trying to buckle that, that sort of hit that down, maybe get it down to about four or five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's your top search? Have you done your top search? Um, Have you ever Googled yourself? A king of Edinburgh. Someone Googling now. I don't think my just my work because I do so much on the internet. Yeah. But then some of it, you know, that I keep I keep private. But um, <laughs> then, so, that just my website then comes up as the first thing. My Wikipedia page. Mm. Maybe we could start me now. Yeah. If everyone started Googling some bad stuff with your name yeah. and seeing how high you've got it on the um, just get some suggestions. There are odd things when you get those kind of things coming back where they say what people have searched for, sometimes yeah. you feel a bit kind of I've only done it once, so I wouldn't really know about that. So I've got yeah. I've got Google Alerts set up on my uh, on my phone for me. So every day I get an email telling me what where I've been mentioned on the internet. It's much easier. <laughs> <laughs> I, I search myself on Twitter as well. Yeah. But you know, people say that's a vanity search. Believe me, it is not. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a masochism search. <laughs> <laughs> you really, really want to know. When you're in Edinburgh, it's just, I've just seen Richard Herring outside the newsagent. That's, that's, that's all that comes up, which doesn't happen for the rest of the year. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've just seen, if I put Charlie Borman in, I think I'd get more. Yeah, <laughs> I might, I might tweet that myself. Yeah. You're sitting next to uh, Richard uh, Herring. But because of the, what, the last week, because of these Google Alerts, I got a Google Alert yeah. saying that it's uh, Richard Herring. It sounds quite serious, this Google Alert thing. Yeah, it's only when you do bad stuff. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'd get loads. Yeah. Oh, Google Alert. Stay away from that school. <laughs> So much as Google, no, that doesn't go in there. <laughs> <laughs> Not so much a warning, but last week I found a Just Giving page for Richard Herring. I kind of went to it because I've got a Just Giving page. Yeah. I thought, what's this? I, I don't remember setting this up, but it was a different Richard Herring. So then on Twitter I went on and said, oh, just, I was drunk you know, on my own. My wife was away that night. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I said, why don't you all go and donate money to this Richard Herring? It's not me, but pretend it is. And like, you got £3,000. <laughs> so, so if anyone, but I think I can only do that as a sort of superhero for other people called Richard Herring. So how, many, call, how many are there? There aren't that many. It's not like I'm Dave Coleman. I don't know who. <laughs> <laughs> 
there's a uh, there's a, a financial expert at Warburton University in America called Richard Henry. What's he up to at the moment? Then? Um, <laughs> he's very highly respected as, a, as an economics professor. Oh, that's good. They're all quite successful. These. Yeah. Uh, there's another Richard Herring on Twitter now. He's got Richard underscore Herring. Go and uh, follow him. turning to bloody. Uh, Go and follow him. Gorman show. Go follow him. He's annoying because he kind of tries to be funny. He does jokes and stuff. Yeah, they all do that. The Herrings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're not that good. And he, like, if I was him, I'd put my. You could, you could bring someone down on Twitter. There's someone who put Richard Hare, then the number one instead of the I, and then okay. used exactly the same setup on my Twitter page. Okay. And then, so they can tweet, and then people will think it's you if it gets retweeted. The internet is the road to mental illness, isn't it? It is, it is. Well, I'm doing Edinburgh at the same time. Yeah, I've got How are you finding it so far? Well, I'm really enjoying it so much, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it before. It's quite a weird thing, isn't it, when you... So I was in a sketch group before, which is quite easy because you can just um, go out and get pissed afterwards. Yeah. And, you don't, and, and there's a bloke called Greg Davis in my show, who's sort of been successful for me. But um, you don't have to talk that much. I used to sort of dick around in the background. And now I realise I've got to talk for like 50 minutes, 55 minutes. <laughs> I never talk that long in my life. No. It's a really good experience for me. And as you can tell, I'm, I'm rather good at it. <laughs> <laughs> you are a bit weird looking, though. So it's, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> it's just baldness. No, I don't think it is. I'm messing with looking. He's bald. Then the kid looks like he looks normal. <laughs> this guy's got <laughs> weird hair, Cliff. He still looks quite normal compared to you. <laughs> what, what, what is that abnormal about me? Let's find out. Um, just slightly poppy eyes. Yeah. <laughs> something in the eyes. A bit too yeah. close together. <laughs> well, they're just poking out so much it's hard to tell. You know, it's like, it's like, it's like being in a 3D film. They're kind of coming up. It's hard to tell how far apart they are. The is 3D thing, isn't it? It now? is. We've got a hell of a future. <laughs> I've, I've lived in three. I've been doing all my shows in three D. That's fantastic. <laughs> yes. Eyes too close together. Popping out too much. Oh you're God, no, but you're, a, you're an attractive man. In, oh yeah, thanks. Being excited. Oh God. Since I watched that in my life. Yes. <laughs> but that's what your show's about, though. Isn't it? Oh fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just giving you material. <laughs> I realise no, I, I could hurt you. I'm going to do a podcast instead. What's really, well, you could have a pop at me. I mean, unfortunately, I am physically perfect. <laughs> <laughs> what do I say? I'm going a little bit grey, you know, have you noticed that? Yeah, that's Look a bit me, fuck's sake. Yeah, <laughs> I can't tell. I've got no arguments. I've got nothing. I've got nothing on you. Yeah. I just like people. Maybe I'm just a nicer person. <laughs> 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 So who else have you insulted on um, your podcast? Uh, well? Only the best people. Uh, Pe- Peacock and Campbell yesterday. I was yeah, yeah. To them, but they, they, they deserve it, don't they? They deserve it. They're Those two are animals, especially Peacock as well. Sarah Millican last last year we had a bit of it's a similar sexual tension between the two of us. This is the one that most reminds. I think afterwards we are either going to go and punch each other or just really get down. Yeah, my eyes are practically touching you. Every time you talk, you're licking my eyeballs. Brilliant. Very intense experience. So how many Edinburgh's have you done? Because um, I've done 21. <laughs> so we're playing top drums. This is, I did one show in 1997. Oh, wow. It was a student show called The Triumphant Sausage. 
<laughs> the triumphant sausage. Yeah, we got a one-star review on our first day. Yeah. I think we totaled eight people over the whole run. Yeah. <laughs> it was a really awful experience. And then I've done about four, I don't know, about six. What, what happened in the triumphant sausage? <laughs> was it? What was it? Was it was so awful. Story? It was like a student review, which yeah. you do in front of your friends. And you realise that, that actually there's a real world out there when you come to Edinburgh. And we got absolutely torn apart. Oh. And we really hated ourselves. I've never really recovered. I mean, my eyes were normal before. <laughs> <laughs> I had a thick hair, loose hair. It was incredible. And a normal voice. It was perfect. It does not, you know, I, you know we're obsessed with the students. I, think, I don't know if so many students come up now as they used to. Used, when I first came up in 1987, mm. before you were, no, you were born then, right? You were alive. 86, I was born. <laughs> 76, you were born. I looked you up. Yeah, Norwich. Oh, Norwich. scary, yeah. I think I know off the top of my head that you were in hotel trouble. I, I don't know what I looked you up. Yeah, that's the same, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I'm not been following you that much. Well, I can't wait to um, 1976, born in Norwich, grew, mm-hmm. brought up in Wales. Mm-hmm. And feel the like other, you're from the Isle of Wight. Yeah. That was the Isle of Wight. It's weird on the Isle of Wight. It's quite nice when you go back, when you're there. Well, I, I think I'm quite normal compared to people <laughs> on the Isle of Wight. It's very beautiful. It's just quite um, insular, isn't it? It is. And a lot of people um, uh, do bad stuff there. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> let's Queen move on. Victoria had a house there. Yes, Osborne House. Yeah. It's very nice. Um, if you're a thing poorly after the festival, it's a really nice place to go. Mm. I always go back and I pick... Um, Slowberries at the start of September to make right. slow to make slow gin. That's that's right. There's no joke there. No, <laughs> there doesn't, doesn't have all to have to be jokes. It doesn't it? have to be jokes. We can have some information like yeah, that. Yeah, of course. I've been that. really bullied and traumatised. No other interview would have got that. Have you? I've traumatised you so that we can get. I start talking about the slowberries. It's my, <laughs> to my safe place. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, there must be a joke in there somewhere as well. About uh, slowberries. Yeah. Uh, but we won't go. We won't go. Yeah, it's, it's not right. Um, and um, so, do you? Uh, you must have some quite good. Uh, my show's about cocks. This yeah. Year. You must have. Having worked with We Are Playing, mainly about people getting their penises out. The worst. But we, that's a, that's you must thing. have we some cocks. Never actually ever got their penis out. I'm sure I saw Steve Paul's penis. Oh, you saw his balls, but you never saw his. No. Penis. <laughs> <laughs> he was continually get it out. He's got yeah. a bit of a. He would just get his balls out. He just really likes getting his meat out. Do you know people yeah. like that? Permanently. You just yeah. turn around and he'll be out. <laughs> I always remember um, he pulled his trousers down in front of Shappy Corsandi in Melbourne. <laughs> she almost died, I think. She almost died. It was brilliant to see her face. What's he got down there? It's literally like um, <laughs> it's like the arm of um, a, a, sort of a child who's lost his hand in like a sort of civil war. <laughs> <laughs> several times so it's not really uh, it's, quite, it's quite an incredible piece of work that we show I, can't I mean you'd have to write two shows about that yeah, yeah. so how do you feel about the success of Greg Davis from uh, from the, um, the in-betweeners the unbetweeners I think he's brilliant I think he's one of the funniest men I've, I've had the pleasure of, of working for about six years or so yeah. and he really deserves it and he's, people come through at different times Mickey Flanagan is another one who was always everyone on the circuit thought oh he's such a great act is it going to happen for you? And it did. And the same with Greg. He's really, really funny. He's doing a new. Um, he's doing a pilot for Channel Four for a new show, which hopefully will go to series. And he's doing some, something for BBC Three with uh, someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but he's a brilliant. He really deserves it. You should go and see him on his tour. He's going to talk with the back of back of my mother's head or something. Second tour in October. But he's a very funny man. 
Yeah. Disappointingly, pleasant about him, I was hoping we'd get some. <laughs> whereas, I used to, whereas Steve's a fucking animal. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it with Stuart Lee, and he's a dick. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't deserve that success at all. Why, why do you think that? <laughs> <laughs> I've talked about him a lot already. It's, okay. It'll start to look like I'm um, bitter about it. <laughs> you were even talking about it back I was, I was just going, thing, We took that first thing you said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So have you seen Stuart, <laughs> see what Stuart Lee's up to now? Yeah, he's brilliant. <laughs> Everything he writes is so true. <laughs> he's the voice of everyone. <laughs> I don't even do a show because Stuart Lee can say all for me, but much better. <laughs> yeah. we, everyone loves him. Um, <laughs> don't know why, but he's a, you know, he's, he's a good character. The real him is very different. Is it? How yeah. is it different? Um, well, he doesn't say out loud the things that he's thinking. Just does that when he's the other character of Stuart. <laughs> How well do you know him? Out of I know very well. Out of a hundred percent. Well, it's hard to know because when in the nineteen eighties and nineteen nineties we spent yeah. like fifteen hours a day together. Yeah. But I, since then I just see him on social occasions. I like him very much, yeah. <laughs> and it's much nicer not seeing him all the time. What's the perfect amount of hours to spend with Stuart Lee? Of course. <laughs> I, I, I think it would be over a month, and I think maybe three hours a month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would be perfect, you'd have a nice time. So you can go and see his show three times. Yeah. That's <laughs> In a month. Yeah. Well, you know, socially, I, you know. I don't really know him. No. I mean, he seems like a nice guy, though. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Edinburgh's going to hell in a handcart and will self-destruct as he does? Uh, Edinburgh itself. Yeah. Well, the fringe. Let's do the fringe first, and then we'll move on to Edinburgh. There's just more posters everywhere. I mean, yeah. soon they're going to start putting them on people, aren't they? <laughs> it's ridiculous. They're around lamp posts everywhere. Does everyone find the amount of posters a bit intrusive? Yeah. Yeah. The one the talking cops did, though, isn't it? It's everywhere. Oh, you've got you've got it on lamp posts as well. Yeah, but lamp posts. Nice. You must have to pay shitloads for lamp posts. Yes, it's amazing. I don't think it's not all that much. But do people actually look at the posters on the lamppost and go, I think I'll go and see that one? Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Does that, do people look at the posters on the lamppost and think, I'll go and see that? Say yeah. yes, if you do. Yes! People are idiots. Look at them. <laughs> you don't need everyone to do it. You just need like that many people out of a room this size. What is the best posters that everyone's seen? That's really interesting. Richard Herring. Herring. There we go. Yeah. Nick Helms. Nick Helms one. I tell you, the best one is, I've only seen one of it, and there might only be one of it, is Nick Doody's poster. Yeah. Yeah. Which like, almost looks like it's three dimensional. It's his, just, it's his face, and it says, This is a massive picture of my face. He <laughs> <laughs> doesn't, doesn't say anything where he, Not he is. Time, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't think he's famous, I don't think he's famous enough for most people really? to have any idea who he is. Go, well, I'll look up Nick Doody. So it's just brilliant. It's, like, it's almost as good, and I've only seen one of them, so I don't know if there is more than that. It looks so like you put one poster <laughs> yeah. with no explanation. <laughs> where about yeah. this poster? It's on the way entrance to the meadows as you're walking. People should try and find this poster. Yeah. Find how many Nick Doody's got up. Yeah, see if there are any more. But it's Nick Doody, and he is actually a brilliant stand Yeah, he's great. So he's do go and see him. I think he's doing the free fringe. I might be wrong. It was last year, so I'm not sure if he is. Is that right? Yeah, so fans there. Fans of Nick Doody. He's my, he's my daughter in law. The problem is, they, they came to the Collins and Herring podcast, these two, and I, I decided to marry his mum. Uh, but only so that because she was quite old, she would die soon, and then I could move on and have, have a go. I'm basically my, uh, my daughter-in-law officially, but you know that we, I, I saw that as a way of wheedling in. I thought she's nice. This whole thing is some sort of rude. With even the salt people. But now I'm married, so I'm not allowed. I'm not allowed to do that. Now. Okay, well, so it's all gone wrong. Maybe you, how is your mum? She's disappointed. You don't oh, like yeah, her. I thought he said she's disappointed. Yeah, yeah. I, I really. I thought he was going to say she's dead. 
And then I was gonna, you know, maybe it'd be awkward. She's disappointed that I'd never. You never write, you never call. And then I don't. Tell her, you know, tell her. Tell her I'm thinking about her. Right, a very special time at night. I'll say hello to her. What's her name? I should know it. Corinda. That's a lovely name. That's like a herb, isn't it? It is. That's a nickname. I'm sure she's very tasty. That's a nickname. She is tasty. Her nickname's Coriander. You've got a fucking brilliant sense of humour. That's what I love about the Scotch. They love, they've got a great sense of humour. Oh, they're lovely types, aren't they? They've got a great sense of humour unless you call them the Scotch. They don't see. I can't imagine you ever insulting anyone. It's really strange. People like people pay to come and have me basically sexually harass their mothers. That's what it's like. People are paying to be into this thing. People are paying it, haven't you? Paid to come, don't you? Because you're hoping to win the, uh, the Andrew Collins. You could win Andrew Collins' audiobook. Where, are, where did it all go right? That's what, if you're very unlucky, you could win that. <laughs> that could happen. Oh. What's next? What's next in our lives? I don't know. What's going on? I'm trying to think what else is um, going on. I watched the Olympics this morning. Have you been watching? I, see, I haven't seen much of it. I watched the uh, boat stuff. Yeah. Very, very fast. They weren't, um, they weren't very fast this morning. <laughs> I've won a boat race though, you know, Did you? Yeah, I've won a, for thinking about it. What were you? Like, I, I, was, I, I rode in the Oxford Cambridge boat race. How many people in the boat though? I mean, you've got seven people. good people and just Well, nine people. There's, there's eight rowers and then cocks. Yeah. Jonathan Aitken was the cocks. The disgrace oh, really? Yeah. It was a celebrity, in inverted commas, uh, <laughs> version, <laughs> version of the Oxford Cambridge boat race. How long ago was this? This was about eight or nine years ago. You must have been so in pretty good shape back then. I was, uh, I must have been in pretty good shape. I was great shape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Being, uh, things, no, I, was, I was running the marathon that year. Oh, right, show off. Uh, and, what else were uh, you doing? And I, was, and I rode in a boat race. I was taught to row by Steve Redgrave. Really? And Matt Vincent, he and only had like four medals back then, didn't he? No, he'd got, he'd got the, he got the full five. Yeah, it wasn't very. I remember when we came, we came in, had a lunch mm -hmm. uh, at the beginning to get to know everyone, and Steve Redgrave stood up. And it's basically a room full of comedians because it's mainly comedians. Okay. Steve Redgrave started saying, uh, "I'm on a seafood diet. I seafood and then I eat it." We all kind of tried to laugh politely because he was like Sir Steve Redgrave, and he, he's a really How good much gold medals do you need for to have everyone laugh at your jokes? Yeah. <laughs> so it's well for that joke though. As well, I mean, that is such, depends on the joke. Really, that's isn't such it? a bad. You, you know. Has anyone not heard that joke? I mean, <laughs> if Steve Redgrave told it to you, I mean, he was very nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, spent, he spent a lot of his life rowing. He's yeah. concentrated on the rowing. I've had to work up social skills. I reckon I could take him in a fight. What, Redgrave? <laughs> Lay on him. You don't think you could lift me off, Steve How much do you weigh? Uh, I weigh 86 kilograms. Mm, that's three red grapes. <laughs> I put my, so you can put a little thing in the BBC website now where you put your weight and height in and it tells you, it it tells you which app yeah. you are. I was, a, I was an Aust 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 Russian woman. <laughs> who was one inch taller than me and a slightly heavier than me. It made me glad that she was a little bit heavier. What, was she, what sport was she competing in? I think it might have been like, it wasn't like... Gliding? Gliding? Which sport would you do if you could go do any sport at the Olympics? Um, shooting. <laughs> no, no explanation. <laughs> shooting, no explanation. Thank you. But, but I think that's the one that you could. <laughs> well, you're, trying, you're trying to think is we're doing poppy eyes. Aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I've left that behind us. Oh, yeah, I've got to do sprinting because I get there like 10 minutes. 
Maybe like 20, if I had a boner, it'd be yeah. like, that's half, halfway. <laughs> Too close together, though. That's a really upset. <laughs> that's a brand new one. And I'm 36 years old. When you hear a brand new one, you think, oh, shit, everyone's been thinking that for 36 years. No, because when you Google yourself after the show, that's going to be the first thing that comes yeah. up now. Retarded, eyes popping out, two close together. It's what you like inside, though. Uh, yeah, no, it's not, is it, really? It's never. That's a lie. That's a lie they just tell people like me. <laughs> I've heard that over a million times. But you're very, you know, you're very, very funny. <laughs> so that makes up for it, doesn't it? Hey, thanks, mate. The ladies love that. They don't make sense to you, but that's the most important thing. Right? Is that right, madam? Yeah. Would you prefer to have sex with me, good-looking? <laughs> <laughs> very funny. Perrier Award nominee, probably. Have you ever been nominated for the Comedy Awards? Yeah. Yeah. I've never been nominated. <laughs> I'm so unfunny, I've never been nominated for any awards. He's See, the, the, the tone of your voice, the way you said it. <laughs> I'm so unfunny, I've never been nominated for any awards. You but there's no sincerity there. You're like, where really, I should have been. I should have been. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is the truth. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God, what's happening out there today? <laughs> have you seen it? Have I seen any jokes? No. Yeah. Do you want to hear my granddad's um, favourite joke? Yeah. Where do you wear a whale? At, at a railway station. <laughs> and the sad thing is that he's 92 now. Yeah. That's one of the few things he can remember is that joke. <laughs> he's repeatedly saying it. It's really terrifying. <laughs> at least if you're going to remember a joke, make it a good one. That's awful. I mean, to laugh at your granddad telling the Imagine railway station. Steve Redgrave's yeah. grandchildren, what they're going to have to endure. <laughs> Where do you wait at whale, not where, where it's a whale. It's really important to the That's why I'm a Perrier nominee. There's <laughs> a slight tweak in the sentences that make all the difference, I think. Do you go and see shows when you're up here, or do you not see anything? Not really, I don't. I'm not really into comedy, if I'm honest. Uh, <laughs> I just like watching films. Yeah, me too. Well, I like sets. watching 1980s quiz shows on Channel <laughs> TV. That's what I mainly do. What's, when your, what's your favourite one? Going I've been for watching Going for Gold. Just come on, I really like that. I used to watch Bullseye and uh, yeah. Catchphrase. I like Going well. for Gold. Was generally a happy experience, wasn't it? There's some yeah. bloke from Hungary. I really like. I think I had a little bit of a man crush on. I couldn't really understand it. I was only about nine. You must have been. I was a teenager, and okay. if they, and I, sometimes when I was watching Going for Gold, if there was a very attractive <laughs> from, from, uh, from a foreign country, I was yeah. able to masturbate to Going for Gold. <laughs> <laughs> That's how horny I was. I didn't really ever tell anyone that. Well, you, opened, you opened up a word. My first question is, how many televisions did you have in your house? <laughs> we only had one. Like, I was <laughs> <laughs> That reminds me of my most horrific childhood experience, which is watching the Antiques Roadshow on a Sunday night. And we had a, we had a, great, we had a great Dane when we were, I was growing up, we had a massive Great Dane. And he just started humping the floor during Antiques Roadshow. And we were all sitting there with our Sunday you know, dinner, having a jacket of potatoes, and the dog just shot off all over the coffee. Oh. <laughs> Now. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just left 
my mum, and we came back and the coffee table was clean. That's going to severely affect the value of that coffee table. Yeah, gone up considerably. But a great day, they can really. He was really backed up. Attracted him to the coffee table. I don't know. I think, was, I think the coffee table was in the way of, uh, of it was just it was just lying there. I don't know if it's the music to antiques roadshow, or maybe <laughs> some nice bars or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, generally traumatised. <laughs> it's pretty good. We might, might be. You know, I'm trying to look for a new question for this podcast. Okay. Because last year I asked everyone what would it take to fellate the actor Keith Allen. Okay. You can answer if you like. Okay. Um, what would you need in return? I mean, if he uh, if he bummed me first. <laughs> well, that's the first person to say. Yeah. Is that so you would have the taste of your own yeah, shit? Yeah. <laughs> I really want to get to know myself. <laughs> Bad, go the whole hole. <laughs> <laughs> Make it more palatable. Yeah. Yeah. At least covering Keith Allen's yeah, cock yeah. in his disgusting, I imagine, unclean cock. Make it probably more hygienic yeah, than it was before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give it a bit of a twist. <laughs> a bit of a coriander twist. his <laughs> 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 point is it always this Yes, it is. Don't worry, yeah. I'm kind of starting with some serious Magnus Magnusson questions. Why Magnus Magnusson, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like <that. laughs> Why Magnus Magnusson? Why did I say that? I'm starting, so I'll finish. <laughs> Are you any good at general knowledge? No, I'm quite stupid, actually. Have you ever done any of those? Have you ever done any like TV celebrity shows like I wrote for the celebrity? I did, the only thing I did shows how my career's going. I did, I had to open the box on Jimmy Carr's celebrity, <laughs> dear or no dear. Oh, and I just doing this. £10,000. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Did they ask for any stories and stuff? No, nope, just uh, hello, here's the box, that was it. Yeah. It was all about Jimmy making out. He was really upset when he didn't give 15 grand to charity. Yeah. Very interesting. <laughs> 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 Very good retrospect. It was a good watch. <laughs> Shady is the whole. Uh, it does. I did think of that. It's lucky it came out before. Yeah. Oh well. Um, do you pay your tax properly? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I think so. I've my got an accountant, and we've already established that. Yeah, my dad's my like accountant, so he yeah. probably. D- 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 I mean, oh, yes, I definitely do. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I definitely do. It's all above board. Yeah. Luckily, you're not getting board. paid for this, so don't worry. No, 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 no. no. We can declare that now. Okay. You're not getting paid anything for this. What do they? People normally get paid. No, for this? no, no. no. <laughs> show when the money goes down. Drop the million pound drop. Yeah, that one, yeah, money goes down one. Yeah. That's what, that'd be quite a good show to do with comics and they've got to be funny otherwise the um, money it's goes a, down. A you can call it money goes down. <laughs> <laughs> money goes down with comics. <laughs> Who's still with me on this? I want to get into that, just making up TV shows. Is that easy? <laughs> Go on, let's make one up now. I've just made up money Make another one up. I'll do two one day. <laughs> okay. Why okay. weren't you in okay, this? Why weren't you in fish this? bro. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I've got to see how far you can throw a fish. Yeah, that would be good. 
Oh, I know what kind of thing? Well, you just got to put your hand in a bucket, you don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so there's up to you, you could get a minnow, yeah. which would go quite far. Would it wouldn't have the, yes, you go a certain length, yeah. or you could get like um, a sort of a double shark. <laughs> it's like two sharks stuck together. <laughs> and you could try and throw one of those. <laughs> but you could get like a, um, a another type of fish. <laughs> Sorry, I only know two fishes. A cod faced twat. <laughs> I would be, I'd be really in the front. <laughs> Sorry, I don't have gotten not have gotten. That is a really complicated issue. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll just add a bad cold. <laughs> yeah, it's a bad cold. Because when you came back in the third series, you came back in the third series. No one cares. There's they one do. man who's seen people it. People at home care. People who what, what, listen to this at yeah, home. People, a lot of people will say, why didn't you ask this? Questions. Mark Albert's on. Why I was, was doing, it in the I was doing clang, so it sort of uh, it uh, overlaps a little bit. Yeah. And then you came back and that you didn't run land to the character you'd done before. So they had been taken from me oh. by James Bartman. He's a bastard. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't need the money either, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so in. So in. He's <laughs> <laughs> good. The cut. Look at that. They've lost it on James that, Bartman. Yeah. Lost. Never mention his name again. Any anyway, fans, of, any fans of James Bartman in? He played the boy in the in the school. With there's, there's only one. <laughs> even the bloke who watches the program. It's amazing how you can just lose a route just in thirty <laughs> <laughs> like forty-five seconds. Just gone. You've you won. You I just won. about got it for the first time, and then it was just gone straight away. And you two, you put it back on. Sorry, I've got no head. I'll bring yeah. your questions. I like, I like to have some serious questions. You know, okay, what was Michael Parkinson? Like I do. Well, for hours it takes for like Keith Allen. Yeah. Can you suck your own penis? That's. Have you ever tried to suck your own cock? Well, I sort of uh, resulted in me sort of cutting it off and. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you would grow back bigger, but that's a big, <laughs> a very big mistake. That is the way to do it. That's yeah. a logical, a different answer to that question than anyone else has given. That's good, isn't it? At least I'm original. I've got something going for me. Yeah. You're amazing. I love you. Um, well, um, <laughs> I don't know if we can. Do you think he's been? Do you think he's been um, uh, unpleasant to me today, audience? Yes. <laughs> no, they don't. No, they've they, 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 seen the podcast before. <laughs> they know how fucking they've nice I've been to. They've seen it. They've seen it. They've seen or heard it. Yeah, Many of them have seen there it. We go. They, they, no one's been actually physically crying during the podcast. I haven't, <laughs> made, I haven't made anyone good. cry before, but that's it's always a first. Hey, hey, Richard. Yeah. What is your gym? <laughs> work? What is your gym workout? Well, a lot of people might want to know. A serious bit. What do you do? Well, when I'm trying to lose weight, which mm. I, I've done quite successfully this year. So it's quite hard, isn't it, when out. you get over 30s? So yeah, I'm 45 years old, so it's much harder. Yeah. Uh, and I was quite, it was even fatter than this at the beginning of the year. I've lost about six kilos this year. Mm. Um, and all you do is just 
count up how much calories you're eating, and then when I go to the gym, I just try and burn more. more calories. Have so I can you eat had a colonic? No, I've not done that. Have you had well, one? I've tried one, yeah. Have you? Has anyone here had a colonic? No. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I think there's not good about that. I was only joking about it. It was in I, was, um, I did that for the in-between series of Sonic on her head. I just got the right shit there. sucked out of me <laughs> <laughs> for six months. It was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Does it, what, what does it do? I mean, you know, what, what, how does it make you feel? I understand does what Does it make you feel better? Does it? Yeah. You don't have to they go shoot water up your anus and they and clean it feels out like, the Yeah, it feels like you've got indigestion, stuff. really, really bad indigestion. Yeah. And it, but you do lose loads of weight from it. Then you clear it out. you feel better, yeah. I was asked to do... I see, I turned down loads of these celebrity things minor celebrity things. I was asked to go to Tibet, yeah. where they would make me to salt. Have, I'd have a salt, I'm not eat it. Yeah. Have a salt enema, uh, and then. But there was all. And I was going, but what they're going to film this? And yeah. Richard Blackman did it, I think, in the end. I, may be wrong. <laughs> I, I think they saw that. Going, I think they were literally just going through the ad. They got. We'll go through the Richards. Let's see. <laughs> oh, Richard Blackman's done it. It's all right. We don't need Richard. Um, I got offered um, a program uh, where <laughs> I had to, they wanted me to live. With a pig. Who's be asked for this? Oh, man. Well, I hope you it. Live with a pig for a week. Is that, but was it from the point of view, how does the pig feel? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't mean, get to talk about it. They've made me live with this really strange looking human being. I was insulted. I'm trying to push my eyes back in now. Why? Why me? <laughs> um, look, we might uh, go and uh, regroup a little oh, bit. Oh, thank God. And uh, <laughs> we're going to have some stand up. Uh, so if you could take your chair. Sure. Uh, but uh, it's been all right. Will you come back on and do the last bit of the podcast with us? Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yes, we've got a fantastic. He's a mind reader. And I bet he can't imagine. No one could. What do you think I'm thinking about now, Cliff? Cock. <laughs> Bad luck, it was boobs. There was a cock in between them, so I'll give it. Uh, you can read your mind, so I'm very excited to see this. Uh, so, will you please welcome the incredible Doug Siegel? Thank you very much. Um, let's deal with the, the, the mind reader aspect first. There's nothing psychic or spooky about anything that I do. All I'm doing is using one or more skill, my skills from my background in psychology and advertising. So I'm using statistics, I'm using persuasion techniques, uh, sometimes I'm reading body language, and I'm coupling that with two key advertising skills of cheating and lying <laughs> to create the illusion of mind reading and mind control. I'm just going to go to hands-free. Uh, those, those at home in the podcast who can't see this fabulous ballroom with glittering ballroom we're sitting in. Um, well, no, the high-tech route I've just taken. Um, the other thing I'll just say, obviously, is that it, it, I do do a mind-reading act, so there does have to be audience participation. Otherwise, I'm just a really overconfident man claiming everything's going according to plan, but with no material proof. A bit like Nick Clegg. Um, so, to that end, sir, what's your name, please? Colin. Colin, Colin, would you join me, please? Give Colin a few rounds. Thanks for making up music on our stage, please, Colin. Thank you. Thank you very much. Gosh, this is a tight stage. Thank you, Colin. Um, Colin. Yes. Do you happen to play chess? No. Are you at least, <laughs> are you at least aware there is a game called chess, Colin? Because that's the basic level of information we yes. need. Awesome. Um, that's cool, Colin. So, Colin, back me up on this, as you are a chess expert. Um, <laughs> Um, chess is obviously a strategy game, yes? It is. We are going to play three strategy games. Okay. 
The rules will change as we go along. There are no winners or losers. That way I get an Arts Council grant. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I will need you to identify chess pieces. Personally, just for the purpose of the people who are the podcast, I'm just placing down here on this table an envelope and a shot glass, which we'll come back to later. But um, what I need you to do, please, Colin, could you just very clearly into the microphone just tell everybody what that chess piece is, please, Colin? No! It's a rook, Colin. It's a rook. Not to sell. Next time, check if they're grandmasters. Um, let's call Colin the pub because I'm, I'm sure that you will have played this first game. The first game I'm going to play is, do you remember when you were at school, you'd do that thing where you'd take an object behind your back, swap it around in your hands, bring your hands out, sort of manly That's like, sort of my spot. level, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, Colin, when I script to this routine, I don't remember giving you this many lines, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but if you'd like to take it behind your back now, Colin, choose a hand for it. You may be tempted at this point, Colin, to bring your hands out empty. Uh, there are two reasons why you shouldn't. Firstly, because I've just said so, you look a bit silly. Secondly, because there is only one place you can put it, and that's just disgusting. <laughs> so please resist that temptation, bring it out in one of your hands. Whenever you're ready, thank you. Now, Colin, you're holding a, you have a watch on this hand, which would indicate normally that you are right-handed. Are you right-handed, Colin? Correct, yeah. Yes, okay. In that case, it will be in your right hand. It always is. Just show them, Colin. No, you're right not to applaud. Cruel, <laughs> <laughs> but right, because it is just a one-in-two chance. Uh, so we're going to progress to the next game, Colin. We're going to choose two more pieces. Let's Maybe see how we do. <laughs> <laughs> That's a night. To be fair, Colin, you did slightly hamper yourself by saying what it was before you looked. <laughs> so have another go, Colin. It's a, it's a bishop, Colin. It's a bishop. bishop. It's a bishop. Okay, and one last piece. For God's sake, don't say horsey. That's a night. Colin, well done. Bring the mat so I can show you. Yeah. So, so you have the rook, the bishop, the knight. I'm going to turn away this time. Got it. Put two of them in your pocket so you're left with just one. Make sure you know which one you're left with. Both hands up. When I turn around, I'll try and tell you which hand that you're holding it in and which piece it is. Okay. Do you understand? Cool. I'll turn around now. There's no fucking mirror! <laughs> <laughs> Literally say that every night. <laughs> and that. <laughs> Probably best to stop now. You know, Colin, good. Right, okay. Um, so, Colin was in this hand last time, people, is that right? Yes? Yeah. Yes? yes? Colin, I'm going to tell you which hand it's in first. Don't react. Then I'll tell you which piece it is. And you might say to yourself, Doug, why are you doing that? You're doubling the chance of failure. You're putting yourself in double jeopardy. Why would you do that, Doug? Why? I'll tell you why. Because you strike me as the sort of audience that watches motor racing for the crashes. Um, <laughs> Colin, don't react, okay? But I believe it's in this hand. Put that one down. Um, um, Colin, what do you do for a living? I'm managing director. You're a managing director, that doesn't really narrow it down, it just tells me you're bossy. <laughs> <laughs> a managing director of what? A uh, medical company. A medical company, okay. Um, this is what I think. I think if you kept it in the same hand, I think it's in your right hand, I think you'll stay with the same piece. Just yes or no. For a one in six chance, people slightly more impressive. Yes or no, you are holding the rook in that hand. Yeah. Oh, come on, yes. No! No! That's not good enough for you, it's not even the good bit! I know, I couldn't believe it the first time I saw this either. All this was about, Colin, was me just working out how you make decisions. You're now going to make three more decisions. You'll recall people that I've got an envelope that down on this table at the beginning, yes? Yes. There's no way I could have messed with this envelope, no? No. Um, Colin, take the three pieces out of your pocket again. Oh, that one's slightly warm. Where's the, where's the last one? It's like looking for the hub. Oh. oh, that's strange. Right, Colin, I'm going to ask you to make three decisions. 
When you make the decisions, it's absolutely crucial that you, you don't prevaricate, just reach out and bam, just go. You, you're right-handed, Colin, yes? Just reach out and pick up one of the three pieces. Now your left hand, reach out and pick up one of the pieces. Perfect. And that has left us with Colin. The rook. Okay, the rook goes in the glass. Um, everyone happy that was a free choice, yes? Yeah. Yes. Okay, Colin, the two remaining pieces, give one to me and keep one to yourself. Right, your final choice, Colin. I'll give you a countdown of five for this. You'll interrupt me, it doesn't matter. I'll only accept your final answer after a count of five. A bit like Chris Tarrant in that millionaire show, but with a much smaller budget. <laughs> your final choice, Colin. Do you want to swap with me? Five. I told you to interrupt. <laughs> Four, three, two, one. Do you want to swap, Colin? Okay, Colin, nice and clearly, can you say into the microphone exactly the situation? And I'll explain what I mean by that. I want you to say, I am holding the, Doug is holding the, and the is in the glass. <laughs> if it's not too taxing. <laughs> that's a bishop, that's a knight, that's a rook. I'm holding the bishop. Doug is holding the knight, and the rook is in the glass. Perfect. Colin, absolute fingertips. This has been here since the beginning, yes? There's no way I could have messed with this? Brilliant. Let me just open it up. One piece of paper and one piece of paper only in that envelope. Yes, Colin? Yeah. Open it up. Read out what it says, please, Colin, nice and clearly. I'm holding the bishop, Doug is holding the knight, oh. and the rook is in the glass. Go mental, Suggestions. Uh, everyone goes home with a mind trick and a show close of a random audience member on stage reading the minds of the rest of the audience. Have a fantastic day. I'm Doug Siegel. Good night. Doug Siegel, come on back up. Married Bowie. You can stand for the rest. You can stand for the rest if you like. So I saw, I went to the, I've seen something, I've realised, I've seen the thing. Oh, I, I saw Harry Hill's uh, art exhibition. It's above a shop. I don't know if it's there all the time. Is there anyone else there? The shop's there? always there. Harry, right? well, the shop's definitely <laughs> there. It's like two floors up in the shop, and it's in, in art that Harry Hill's done. Where is that then? Is it, it's on it's George Street. Street. It's George Street. I don't know. Does anyone know if it's there all the time? Or is it just like a one-off thing that only I was allowed to go and see? <laughs> it's a trick. And Harry Hill said, "Come upstairs and see my etchings." And then, <laughs> <laughs> they're amazing. What is he draw pictures of? Like he draws like really surreal, mainly involving sort of celebrities. Oh and, yeah. Uh, as Are well, you in it then? No, 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 no. Real proper celebs like Michael Jackson and uh, uh, people from Big Brother. Danny Thompson. And Ingrid Tarrant. There's a great one of Ingrid, uh, Chris Tarrant dancing around. Oh, and right. Ingrid Tarrant's being licked or eaten by a Tyrannosaurus Rex. That's a nice good game show. <laughs> That's why that's my fifth game show. <laughs> the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Tyrannosaurus Rex. That's T-Rex. Uh, call it. Then people that's why people call it T-Rex, isn't What's it? What's your favourite dinosaur? Bront Brontosaurus. Is it? Yeah. What's your, your, your yeah, triceratops? You get, I like the triceratops. Brontosauruses are very boring. Is that the one that's the long neck? I think it reflects my personality. We're going to do a competition. You can now get a chance to win if you come along to the show. Uh, all the things I mentioned before, the very clever puzzle compendium by Elliot Line. It's getting to the point where people have just started sending me their self-published books. <laughs> This is, I mean, this, I mean, it's charming and lovely. I'm not going to do any more of this because this is a girl. Um, uh, I'll get a few of these out because there's loads of them. This is uh, Lucy Ayrton. She looks very nice. She does poetry and stuff. She's on at um, 
which is a free, free fringe show, which is on uh, at the lab, the Banshee Labyrinth. Fuck, I want to go there. <laughs> 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 yeah. Does that like genuinely? Get, get killed afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Banshees are the ones with their knockers out. Yeah. Uh, well, no, they're harpies, aren't they? Uh. <laughs> 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 Sorry, no, Banshees the ones that make lots of noise. Harpies the ones that hawks with their knockers out. No, no, no. Sirens have their knockers out. I think. Mermaids do. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, she's, ones. she's on at, uh, from the 4th to the 14th of August at 6.20 for one hour and she's made I mean at least Elliot Lyon has uh, gone through like a publishing company to put his book in a, she's made some books like that out of pieces of paper I used to do that when I was five get them at Lucy Ayrton she's at Lucy A-Y-R-T-O-M if you want to become her friend she looks nice oh, so I'm going to give those out liberally to the audience because I don't want to have to go through that every fucking day, do I? <laughs> <laughs> and now people are going to start just giving me any lumps of shit, going, oh, can you mention... I'm going to give you a lump of shit tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put it through your letterbox and it directly into your mouth. What time is your... <laughs> <laughs> what, time? what time is your show on? Pardon? What time is your show on? No one gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> My show is on at 6.20pm at the Pleasants. Talking Cop, the book Talking Cop republished. Go Fast and Strike sponsor this. They don't. They, I, I've genuinely been offered money, proper money. How much? Two thousand pounds. Really? To, to someone else to sponsor. I didn't think it was enough. Who was the sponsor? Uh, well, if I say that, then they've got a sponsor. Mention <laughs> 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 their opposition. I will. Um, they don't have any. It's. Uh, I like it. I quite like them. They've, they've, the guy's uh, been in touch with me. Does it? It's Purple Ronnie who does those stupid farm ponies. But, I, but they wanted to have a, like a me as purple Ronnie picture on the thing. I would hate that. Yeah, I just think it's not. I mean, people would think I'd start made like hundreds of thousands of pounds. You only made two thousand pounds. That's not enough. They've already mentioned it. Once if I'm going to say, if I'm going to start out, I want a lot more than that. So that, that's the big one, or nothing, like I have from all these other people who've given me their useless. I've forgotten to bring the Scottish man's book out, the history of Scotland. Do you want me to go? No, it? no, no, because I've hidden it so that no one. I don't know why. No one's going to steal it. So I'll, I'll, <laughs> whoever wins, if they hang around, I'll go and get them a copy of that and, and all this stuff. Anyway, so we've wasted enough time. And tickets to see Boy in a Dress. These are fantastic shows at the stand and Lee Fenwick. Um, on, on the fourth. So what we have to do is everyone has to stand up in the audience. Let's do that now. Uh, so uh, we're going to make some statements. They're either true or false. Uh, you have to decide if they're true or false. If you think they're true, put your hands on your head. If you think they're false, put your hands on your bottom. If you get it wrong, you have to sit down. If you're left standing, you'll win all of that amazing stuff. And if you're on the second or third, you might win some other stuff as well. Uh, so we'll start you off. One of Harry Hill's uh, pictures mm -hmm. in one of his paintings yeah. in, <laughs> is of uh, Shilpa Shetty from Big Brother mm -hmm. uh, setting fire to the hair of uh, what's a Jade Goody from Big Brother. Is that true or false? True on your head, false on your bottom. That is false, that's disgusting. <laughs> 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 there is one of Shilpa Shetty in there somewhere, but not. My turn. Yeah, you have to come up with a statement. It could be about you or me or anything you want. Okay. True or false? I am named after a dead Polish child. True or false? Now, it's going to make it an interesting psychological experiment. <laughs> It's true. Yeah. Who was it? It was a boy called Marek in a, a documentary on Panorama in the mid-70s. Yeah. And I saw it like a couple of years ago. It was genuinely harrowing. Yeah. 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 Had, a heart, had a heart transplant. Yeah. And they showed the whole thing. It's, um, I mean, there's, no, there's nothing funny about it whatsoever. Let's move on. So your parents, <laughs> your, parents, 
my mum was so my mum was so traumatised and upset by it. Yeah. So I'm going to name my next child Marek. Wow. I just thought they couldn't spell Mark. Yeah. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Give that one to Steve Redgrave. I was on the internet uh, during, and I'd always do a thing, I'd do a joke about uh, Kenneth Kendall dying every time. <laughs> I'm not going to do that today because I think it's too far into the. But unfortunately, the news has come through uh, that Annika Rice, the um, <laughs> treasure hunt, has been run over. She's not dead. <laughs> Is that true or false? <laughs> Everyone's going for false. <laughs> it's false. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not true. Sit down. Well done. Didn't get rid of anyone. Why? <laughs> Maybe it's because I was laughing. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been a clever double. That's laugh. what happens when you feel really emotional. There's <laughs> a natural reaction to laugh when you're at that set. Um, true or false? Yeah. I'm holding two imaginary mice in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> true or false? It's false. We got out. False as if you said true. I've got really a surprising amount. Of people. Yeah. That's worrying. That's worrying. That is, uh... <laughs> uh, for lunch before the show, I went to Virgin Active Gym, who are not sponsoring this podcast, uh, and uh, I had a smoked salmon and cream cheese bagel. That's all. That's it. True or false? That is true. That's bang on true. I think we've got two people left. No, three people left in. Margaret's left in. This is fantastic. I'm very excited uh, to, uh, to divide you, unless you've got a really good one. You go, go for it. You go for it. I've got, I, I have been swimming. Oh, there's some more here. Oh, there's someone over there. How many in there over there? Two. Oh, we need another question. Okay. You go. You got anything? Yeah. True or false? I once um, drew a picture of a cloud. <laughs> you have to be out here at the same time. It's true. It's true. The man said, but you got rid of one. Uh, that's, so it's just the three of you now. I, this is what I did yesterday. Uh, I can't see. Where? Yeah. Well, it's too far away. Uh, you can, there's just one over there. Okay. Uh, you can do this. It's whoever gets closest. I'm going to start from left to right as I look at it. I've been swimming today. How many lengths did I swim today at the Virgin Active Pool? Who aren't sponsoring this? This one in the corner, yeah. What do you say? Uh, 50. 50? <laughs> 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 Not for the whole of the Edinburgh Fringe, mate. <laughs> Jim Buddies. I'm not going to give you any clue. Uh, 30. 30. 15. 15. She was here yesterday. She knows what I did done that yesterday, yeah? 10. 10. <laughs> Cruel. Yeah? 20. 20? 20. 20. So you said 30. We're discounting 50. <laughs> yesterday it was 14. That's why Margaret thought she was clever. She thought I'd go for 15. It's not one more today. 27, Margaret. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Those 
tickets, but uh, that gentleman behind you, why don't you have tickets to Lee Fenwick? You might pass those to Margaret there. Uh, and uh, oh, there's two more. Uh, don't forget those. Those for you. Uh, and um, there's some booklets over here. I'll leave them on the table if anyone wants them. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you don't get anything for, say, 50. And you, don't, you don't get anything for being so far away over there. So um, <laughs> that's the end of the podcast. Uh, you've been terrific. Thank you very much for coming. Uh, tomorrow, got to, look who's coming on to the show tomorrow. I've got no idea. Uh, you know who it is? Cliff Mitchellmore. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kenneth Kendall. I don't know. It's going to be someone fantastic. Uh, do tune in. Hopefully this has worked. We've backed up. Did anyone record it in the audience? Have you learnt nothing? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Give it up for my guest, Marek Harwood. Thank you very much. Thank you for sharing. You're one of the stands. Goodbye.